0: and welcome to the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. My name is Michaela. Thank you for tuning in, dropping in, turning on to this today. We are going to be dropping into the art of surrender. And this feels really good to do today because I was gonna do this last week and life had it that it just was not happening. And so here we are. and I could have completely railed against that and shoved it out into the world anyways. but that's that's not what surrender calls for. Surrender calls for a deeper understanding, a deeper choosing from a place of softening, and from attuning in, attuning in to what is. Okay, so let's drop in. I want to start today's episode a little different than normal by just going right into a quick little meditation. Because if we're going to talk about surrender, let's let's go at it from just a calm, kind of centered place and, you know, approach it from there. So wherever you're at, whether you're just sitting or just find a comfortable position how you are, And if it feels comfortable, you can close your eyes, or if you wanna keep them open, that's fine too. Just take a moment, look around your space. Notice the boundaries, the edges. Notice where you are. And come back to your center. Notice a place within you that feels safe, that feels nourishing and grounding right now. Maybe it's slight, still a slight little feeling, just notice it. And as you feel comfortable, tuning into your lower belly, the center of your pelvis. Breathing into this space with a tender kind of awareness. As you breathe in, you can imagine you're gathering all of your energy into this space. And as you exhale, the energy drops as if there was a little crystal ball dropping down into the base of your pelvis and continue breathing like this breathing the energy into the center of your pelvis exhaling and allowing a little crystal ball to drop as if it was floating through water, the bottom of a river. As you breathe here, just notice calling all of your energies inward to this place. present for you right now, here, breathing it into your pelvis and allowing it to float down, down into your pelvic floor, your hips, like a little crystal ball floating down through water. And as you breathe here, Just notice from your root that you're connected to the very center of the earth, this crystalline iron core of the earth. Without forcing or trying, just let it come to you how it will. to fill up with this energy rooted to the earth. And you can place your hands on your lower belly to help you stay connected. And as you inhale, breathing the energy up from your roots into a star above your head. Exhaling, letting the energy rain down from the star over your body, back into your roots. Inhaling the energy up into the star, this place of surrender, of inspiration. Exhaling and allowing it to rain down, trickle down into your roots. One more time inhaling into the star above your head. And exhaling, allowing the energy to rain down your body, landing in the root of your pelvis. Grounded, present, whole, surrendered to this moment now. Place, a softened place. As you're ready, you can deepen your breath. Bring your hands to your heart. Together, we'll take three deep breaths to come back to the room, come back to the space. Inhaling. Ah, Exhaling. Coming back to this moment. Inhaling. Maybe noticing the space around you again. Ah, Exhaling. A sigh. Inhaling. And exhaling into all the places that need this surrender right now. Coming back fully present into this moment. Ready to really drink in this wisdom on surrendering more deeply into your life. Okay, now that we've kind of softened our energy, softened our system, opened up to more of a receptivity kind of space, we're going to move a little bit more into uh, the mental realms, into uh, more talking again, Um, but trust me. It'll be, it'll be worth the ride for your brain to soak this up. So the first thing I want to touch upon is this importance of form and formlessness. So structure and freedom, I like to think of those as almost the same thing. And... I feel that a lot of the time when we think of surrender, you think of, oh, uh, you know, surrender, you just have to lounge forever into eternity and then you'll be surrendered or, you know, like, just let go. You hear that all the time. Just let go. I do not find any help in that, in that phrase whatsoever, nor do I use it. Um but the importance of form versus formlessness is when you have a form when you create a structure for something our immediate thoughts tend to be oh well you know if something's too structured then you know i can't i can't breathe it's it's too You know, how am I supposed to feel free? How am I supposed to feel a sense of surrender within structure, you know? But what happens when we give structure to something is that we are actually able to let go into, to let go into a state of surrender more freely. And notice I said let go into and not let go of because you're not letting go of anything at all. You're letting go into it and I'll touch a little bit more about that in a little bit but I'm going to stick with this kind of form versus formlessness right now. If you think about the nature of the universe and this to me was so fascinating when I first discovered it is that the universe follows a very orderly system of numbers and sequences and this can be seen in the actual patterns of the universe so when you look at pictures um, of you know a zoomed out version (laughs) um, you can see everything kind of in these very, uh, spiral sort of sequences, and what that is is the Fibonacci sequence, which is the sequence that you may or may not have learned in math class and may or may not remember. Kind of a math geek here, but let's move on from that. Um, the Fibonacci sequence is the sequence that's You know, the first number is 1, and the next number is the previous number plus that, so 0 plus 1 is 1, and the next is 1 and 1 is 2, and then the next is 1 and 2 is 3, 2 and 3 is 5, 3 and 5 is 8, 5 and 8 is 13, and on and on and so and so. And that goes on forever, and ever and ever and ever. And when that sequence goes on forever, it creates this pattern of a spiral. Like, if you were to plot it on a graph, it creates this spiral that just keeps going and going and going. And you see this in the universe very clearly, and, you know, some fancy scientists out there have done all the math to show and prove that, you know, that's how the universe is moving. And I'm not a scientist. Math geek, not scientist. I just like learning the things, not proving them. <laughs> um, but you can see that same patterning when you look at, say, a seashell. And it's, um, you know, it's that same spiral. Or they have uh, those those little crystals that um, are are very clearly a representation of that spiral. Um, And I'm totally forgetting, I think it's like Amazonite. No, it's not that. (laughs) But it's those little, it's like a little brown crystal. And if you've seen it before, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But it has a spiral on it. And it looks like this, it's like a fossilized, perfect little spiral. And that's such a great representation of that. Another one, really cool one, Romanesco cauliflower. Shit blew my mind the first time I saw it. If you have never looked at Romanesco cauliflower, please go buy your head of Romanesco cauliflower and just just stare at that and then eat it and just tell me that you're not connected to something bigger than yourself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So anyways, this kind of form... Is present in the universe and it's present on a large scale and on a very small scale and it's from this form that all of creation and energy can move through so the form is the pattern in which the energy is created the the sequencing, the numbers, the um, the structure in which the energy is created, but from there, the energy can be created infinitely different in infinitely different ways, so long as it fits into this form. Because if it didn't, you would be in a completely different universe. That may or may not include humans being alive, right? So, um, to exist within a structure that fully supports your specific creative life, be that being a human on Earth, or if, you know, your goal, your intention is to experience more surrender, you need a structure that is going to support that. So that doesn't necessarily mean finding the first structure that says, if you do this meditation practice every morning, you will find more surrender in your life. Okay, well, maybe, and maybe for a little while, or maybe for a long time, but that's not always going to be true. And it especially doesn't mean that it's true for you The idea is to find the structure that really works for you, the structure that really supports your unfolding, that supports your softening, that supports your sense of being able to relax into and surrender into whatever it is that you're doing. Whether that be a dance practice or a meditation practice or a certain way that you prepare your food every day. Whatever it is, just these little tiny rituals, that's kind of what a ritual is, is is that it has some structure to it. It has a beginning. It has like a meet, like a middle to it. And it has an ending. And and that in itself, being able to open into a space where you say, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you do it. And then you're done doing it. You say, thank you for doing that me for creating that and then doing it and then finishing it like that is so simple but it it truly does create this sense of deeper surrender for this other um, more wild feminine part of yourself because if you can think about the structure as being more masculine um, then the creativity the energy that forms and deforms—not deforms, but um, forms and unforms—and you know, um, dissolves within that structure. That is the wild feminine. And please don't get too hung up on feminine versus masculine, because it's all—it's <laughs> all everything. But it, it just—it just makes it a little bit more. Uh, understandable, digestible, I feel. So yeah, I guess the question on this or the, the, uh, just the takeaway would be to really get curious on what the forms are that you are currently using to find a deeper sense of surrender, of peace, of a softness, of getting in tune with your feminine nature, get curious on what those forms are and if they are working for you, if they are actually helping you access that, or are they actually kind of inhibiting you from reaching that place or kind of going a level up, you know, not really a level up, but just there's really no, like, my practice is better than yours, but, um, just a level further for you. Maybe a level deeper would be a better way to say it. Um, To see what takes you a level deeper. You know, just just to get curious on what you're actually doing to go there. And if it's working, and if not, how can you shift it? How can you change it? Maybe there's something new to discover. Maybe there's something old that you used to do that you realize, oh my gosh, I really want to do that again. And that's going to totally shift everything for you. Um so that that's a big it's a big curiosity there. Get curious with it. <laughs> and I did say that I would come back to this point about um letting go into. I use that phrase a lot um in my life, letting go into something. And what I find that this has a lot to do with is resistance. Because when it comes to actually finding those practices that really support your surrender and everything like that, you may find something or you may have like a deeper little inkling or insight that, oh yeah, maybe maybe that's what I need and you start going for it. But then some part of you is like, oh, oh boy oh boy, that's a that's a big wave of surrender coming there. I, I don't know if I wanted to go there, Letty, And I don't know where that accent came from, but there it is. Um, so when you meet this resistance, it can sometimes be like a wall, like a barrier to where you want to feel more surrendered, you want to live your life from this more softened state, but there's something there that's kind of just blocking you from really accessing that or even knowing how you can truly access it in any given moment. And um, if you can imagine that, you know, it is a wall, that this resistance to surrender is a wall. And imagine that there is you know like a river say that's that's flowing um through and it's a stone wall and the river at some point in the evolution of being a river meets the wall right, right. um what does the river do does the river you know get there and say oh well there's a wall here everyone river river folk that are here in the river, that are the river, anyway. Um, there's a wall here, so I guess we have to turn around. Like, no, rivers, rivers don't do that. They don't really just turn around. It, I mean, they wind and they curve and they get high and they get low, so it meets this wall and then what? The water, you know, slowly may start to build and build so the pressure the pressure up against this resistance is kind of building so you're not trying to break through it the water isn't trying to force its way through it either <laughs> been there done that right not really helpful you know the water isn't trying to just punch a hole through the middle of the wall like we have to get to the other side because it really it really doesn't need to it's just a river it's just doing its river thing it doesn't have a desire to get onto the other side it's it's just okay with where it's at and so you know the the river's there and the wall's there and they meet each other so this flow this surrendered aspect of being meets this resistance aspect of being and slowly they they interface so the river maybe erodes at the stone wall for a while or Maybe it builds in, in uh, capacity, so maybe the river gets bigger, and eventually, you know, what happens? It It finds a way through, not by forcing, not by giving up or turning around, but simply by just being a river. And so eventually it may flow over the top, or perhaps it finds a little crack in the wall, or perhaps it even goes underground, right? And it goes into the earth, seeps into the earth, goes under the wall, and finds a new pathway to go through. And slowly over time, this resistance, this wall and the river, they really, um, they start to make um, like a kind of harmonious path together where, you know, if you see uh, any old structures that maybe a river or a body of water is passing through, it looks like it's almost, like, married together, like, it's almost been that way for a long time because it has, you know, and it didn't always look like that because it took time for it to get, for it to be that way, but over time they kind of come together where the resistance is still there, it's still going to be there, but eventually it's not so prominent anymore, it's not so So much of a big thing that looks so impossible to get around or to get by. And it's in that kind of becoming that river that really isn't forcing its way through, isn't turning back, but just meeting the resistance, meeting it where it is, meeting it where you are. And, you know, just getting curious, you know, about what's moving, what's shifting, what's changing. And, being with it and that can be kind of the hardest thing to do sometimes but just to be with it, that's that's kind of where this deeper surrender comes when you can realize that you can't see the other side and that it's okay it's okay to be exactly where you are yeah mm. and on quite a similar note um I want to talk about surrender and surrender as an embodied state through acceptance. So when we hear the word acceptance, a lot of the time it's really easy to think of, you know, kind of a resignation or a defeat. Like, you know, putting up the white flag and, oh, well... I surrender I accept that I just you know I give up whatever apathetic you know kind of that's what we may think when we hear acceptance or surrender sometimes and that's really not what we're talking about here Um, you know apathy or defeat are their own kind of emotions and you know, if that's what's showing up for you for whatever reason, it's it's great to give those some loving attention and to notice them, to notice that they're there. Maybe, maybe that even is your wall. You know, to surrender, um, to to work with, to be with, to meet where it's at. But when we talk about surrender, when this this kind of embodied state of surrender, we're talking about. Acceptance. Accepting what is. So really, really accepting what comes up in a moment. And, you know, on a more, like, human level, because we were talking very metaphorically with the wall of... Resi- res- <sighs> we're talking about the wall of resistance um, on the more, you know, personal level is... Accepting really what is in your life, you know. Um, When you have uh, struggles in your sex life, in your relationship, in your work, when you have challenges with your family, when you have challenges with your body, with whatever it is, whatever it is for you in a moment to be with it, to. To say oh wow okay this is what's present for me right now and I have been railing against it so you've been you know maybe barging up against that wall like like trying to break it down trying to say no you know I don't want this in my life anymore like this isn't me I, I this isn't the way I want to live my life I want to be more free I want to be happier I want to feel more at ease, more surrendered, but here we are kind of railing against what is in this this kind of sad attempt to change it, to make it better, to make it not feel as crappy as it does. And that really if you've been there, and I've totally been there, if you've been there, you know that doesn't work, you know. And if you are there right now, I see you, and you know it's okay to be there. Like I said, I've been there, <laughs> but there is a softer way, a way of oh, okay, yeah. This is this is what's here. This is this is the. Um, you know, this is the platter that I've been served, this is the, <laughs> this is, this is what I've been given, and, you know, uh, you can either, when you're, you know, served a dish that you truly don't like, like, maybe it's your, like, least favorite thing to, to put in your body, and you're like, Ugh, I don't want to eat that. I don't want that. But really, really though, there is some nourishment there. Because by by being with it and getting curious with it, you, you are actually freeing up more of your power, right? Because if that thing is in front of you and you're like, I don't want to tango with that Mm-mm. no way you are using so much energy to push that thing away from you you are using so much of your energy to resist that and that can be exhausting can be completely exhausting and so when you're you know your intention is oh well i want to feel more surrendered more at ease more relaxed but then you're putting all of your energy into resisting what you're actually dealing with in your life with whatever is coming up for you in a moment, then you don't have the energy free to create those structures that we talked about that truly support your sense of surrender. So it's through the noticing Noticing that you're resisting, noticing that you have X, Y, and Z present in your system, in your life, in whatever, and saying, okay, I'm going to be with this for a while, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get with it, I'm going to get on its level, look it in the eye, and say, hey, I see you i see you it's okay to be here and i'm with you every step of the way ah and from there just even even saying that i can already just feel you know i can already just feel like a little bit more energy freed up from this place of acceptance and that's really a huge teaching in Tantra is that what you resist persists and so when you accept what is it becomes power it frees up that resistance and turns it into power and this power you can then use to create everything that you need to drop even deeper into a state of surrender and from that st- and from that state you may be inspired you may be awakened to even deeper creativity which then births even deeper oh maybe this structure oh Maybe that, oh, and then it births even deeper surrender. And we keep going like that, right? So it doesn't, it doesn't really end. Just like that Fibonacci spiral goes on forever and ever and ever, this doesn't have an end. And no matter where you're at, that right now is exactly where you need to be and that is exactly where that true surrender comes through and this this loves is the beautiful art of surrender so much for listening it has been a pleasure to be here with you today and please please let me know what is helping you experience this art of surrender what is your craft what is your art of surrender so let me know that go head over to instagram or facebook at sapphire roots on both or uh, go over to my website, send me an email at www.sapphireroots.com. Let me know what your art of surrender is right now. I would love to hear from you, and I will see you again next week. Have a beautiful day. Bye!